Hello, everyone, <laughs> and welcome to another episode of Flapping and Fawning. I'll get you, my pretty, and your little dog, too. <laughs> Flapjack. No, not my brains. Fawn. <laughs> Dracula, episode five, Zombie Prom. Yeah. Did you have fun when you went to prom? Did no. you go to prom? Okay, you want to hear a wild story? I do. We're like jumping straight into like high school trauma. My I senior year, I didn't have a date. Um, oh. So it was like one of the worst proms. Junior prom was great. You should have asked me. Junior prom was fantastic. But senior prom, I didn't have a date. And I got in a car wreck on the way to it. A car wreck? Yeah. With what, what, what? A car. Oh. Well, <laughs> it was like the I'm same sorry day as the like Alabama A Day game. Oh, and like traffic was fucking chaotic. Yeah. And Wait, are you cl- you are close to Tuscaloosa, aren't you? I'm like halfway between Birmingham and Tuscaloosa. Yeah. Okay. And um, I forget it that's was that A Day game. Plus, it was back when they were doing a lot of interstate construction to where like parts yeah. of the interstate were actually closed. I remember this. Yes. Um. So yeah, I got in a wreck, and it was like mm. wild circumstances. And then my dad gave me his brand new truck to drive to prom, and I was just already like, I don't want to go, <laughs> just because I was so over it. And I was going by myself, and I just very felt like not a part of it, and didn't have a great time there. But the food was great because Did I went to a Christian school, so ours oh. was like the well. There's the problem. We had a. We didn't have a prom. We had a junior senior banquet. And then we had the dance afterwards. Because the Bible says you can't have a prom. Because the school wouldn't allow us to do the dance as school sponsored. But the <laughs> dinner part was school sponsored. Well, at least you got something, I guess. But yeah, I got some nice red velvet cake that night. <laughs> Is that a euphemism? Oh, no. I wish it was. <laughs> Ah, well, my prom experience was great. I've had three proms and I loved every single one of them. And I, I don't know. I was so excited when I found out what the challenge was for this week for Dragula because I always loved prom. It was something I always looked forward to ever since I was really little. And then it was just such an affair. And I feel like my high school. Uh huh. Yeah. There were lots of them with the teachers and the coaches. Dumpster baby. (laughs) Do you remember that family? I do. I do. I'm surprised you could watch that at a Christian school. I wasn't supposed to. (laughs) (laughs) But no, I actually experienced this challenge in real life why because what happened was somebody got i my very first prom it was wait was it my first one yeah it was my first one you, my first so one when did you go to yours if you i went, went three. sophomore junior and senior year because i i have like my best friend is like one year older than me and so oh. i went with her for her junior prom so i got to go my sophomore year it was a blast and i okay so i got really excited because a i'm like a child in this prom um but b my favorite song at the time came on. Can you guess what it was? It was 2012. My favorite song came on. What was it? Thrift Shop by Macklemore. Oh my God. And I was like, let's fucking go. <laughs> and so, you know, like, I'm the- going pop some <laughs> You know, the herky, you know, where you do it with like your arm on your leg and you like the cheerleader do crunches. Move. Yeah. I was trying to do that, 
like on the dance floor, but I did it with no arms. But there's a very important reason that you use your arms because if you don't, you will knee yourself in the face. And that's what I did. Boom, blood everywhere. So I went to prom looking gorgeous, stunning, beautiful. And then by the end of the night, I was covered in blood. This is why sophomores aren't Wait, allowed to I go to prom. I think this was actually my junior prom, 2013, oh. because I was in purple. I wore blue the first year. It was blue, purple, you know what and I then wore gold. My- to all three of the ones that I went to, because I also went to three, um, uh. because I went to two my junior year. Two different girls that I went with. One of them was my senior prom at my school, not senior prom, junior prom at my school, and the other one was like a girl that I went to church with and invited me to hers. Um, and... I wore black and white. No color. I love it. Because like <laughs> every girl that I, the two girls that I took to prom, both had like black and gray dresses. Yeah. So it was like, I had no color. <laughs> oh my God. I'm loving. Okay. Literally high school dances. I loved that. I could talk about it all day. Um, I have, okay. That reminded me. Well, oh my God. So many stories. There was the first one I want to say my sophomore year. I went with my brother. Like it was my best friend, but like our prom group, I was like my brother and his date as well. So the four of us went together and I felt like the most country thing that ever happened to me was we were late to our prom because we got stuck in Ragland behind a tractor. Honestly, that, that tracks it, camp. Right. Um, I mean, for, I've never understood like why name your town after rags. That's, you know, that's a choice. I never cheap got it. Export. It, or I import, guess. because maybe they're beating their meat too much because <laughs> there ain't nothing the else to do. But then the other thing I was going to say, so our band banquet used to be a lot like a dance, too. So we'd have oh, like a DJ. Have one of those. Oh, you never did? No. Oh, it was it was the best. I, this, perks of going to a public Christian or public school, not Christian. Um, our mascot was the devil. <laughs> so um, <laughs> or we were the eagles. <laughs> oh, you soared, soared above all the sin. Um, but no, okay, last thing I'm going to say. My date when I did, like, I think it was freshman year band banquet was this girl that I knew from Scouts. Like, her brother was in Scouts. and So you had already, like, fingered his booty hole. Oh, absolutely not. No, <laughs> not then. Um, and so, anyway, so she, she was, like, really into, like, a goth aesthetic. And so I, I brought her with me. And, uh, like, a lot of people were like, whoa, who's the girl in the combat boots? <laughs> you know? Because they're all, all the other girls are there, just in their very like pastel colors, and there was my date. Half the girls at my and school, she was a blast. I forgot what dance it was. There might have been multiple where all the girls just wore black Converse. Oh yeah, I remember Do that. You remember trend. that trend? Oh my god, I hate it. Yeah, there's like there's, I mean, I, there was something to it. It was a moment. I didn't. I don't. There's worse things that happened when I was in high school than that trend. <laughs> Like what? Most other trends. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like we're getting too much into like a regular episode topic, but this would be a really fun one for another day. Um, okay, so we're here, Dragula episode five. Yes, I loved this episode. What about you? I had a ball with this Literally. episode. Maybe a couple. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed it. Um, but before we get into the episode, what are some things that uh, have been going on in TV and media that have been sticking out to you? Well, spoiler alert, if you have not been watching UK or have not watched the most yes, recent Yes, Drag Race episode, UK season four. 
It just had the finale. Yeah, skip ahead 15 seconds. And the winner was Danny Beard, the first ever. Yay, Danny Beard! The first (laughs) ever. That's a really long cheer. But you know, that's how excited we are for a bearded queen to be winning. Yes, the first ever facial haired um, entertainer to win any. Drag Race Any? franchise. Yeah, Drag Race? Yes. Yeah, yeah. That, that checks out. And it's also the first one to appear on a Rude Judged franchise. Major, right? Yeah. I I really liked them this whole season. Um, I did not peg them as the winner to, from the get-go. Like, this one had a lot of And you would be her talent, cheddar. But and you would be her Really? I, from the way they set it up, I honestly thought Black Peppa was going to win, you know, because they on they do that thing very frequently where it's like, here's the person who does really well at the beginning. They kind of stumble in the middle, but then they come back and win it all. So I was kind of expecting that plot line, um, but neither of us expected Jombers to win. So um, well, <laughs> shout out to JB. I was I was proud of her. You know, you just I mean, it's kind of iconic to make it to the top there. four without a badge. I guess she was there. <laughs> Ellie Diamond's already done it, and Ellie Diamond did it without having to lip sync as much as JB did. True, so. true. JB had a very good lip sync this season, though. That one against uh, in that green outfit. You know what I'm talking about? I really liked that one. The one against Black Peppa. Yes, when she did the arm thing. I don't. You, do you know what I'm talking yeah, about? I know she was kind of like about. that's the only time this season that I've really liked JB. Well, it's it it won me over. I liked her, so that didn't win me over. But it I, I didn't want her to like win or anything. Her. But I. Yeah. Can we talk about okay? This I'm about to derail things. Can we talk <laughs> again? Uh, can we talk about how her look in the group number was better than her fucking runway for the finale? Oh God, I don't remember this. She had that cute little jumpsuit that was like bell bottom almost with some of the beaded fringe on it for the. Oh, I don't remember this for at the all. Lip sync number the. The, the mega mix that they did no but i enjoyed that performance uh the mega mix was cute it was cute and it's it felt i mean it's drag race <laughs> there's only so many rue songs right that I, they can just keep forcing on us so. i liked it though i felt like everyone all of them uh matched up to like their personalities and um there was something else I liked about it that I am now forgetting, but I, Oh, I know what it was. I was actually, I was not paying a ton of attention to it because I was also working on my costume for whose holiday. Um, when I was watching it, I was like, okay, we got to check this box, but also check this box. So let's watch it. Right. Listen, Um, her runway that week was terrible in my opinion. Like the finale. Yeah. The finale runway. I hated it. She said it was Scaparelli and it was Scapper. Don't. <laughs> okay. Um, speaking of capper, uh, scapper, don't, don't say the F word. And if you think we're saying fuck, no. We still say that all Starts the time. with an F and ends with an ishy. And that's the conversation that people are having like today because at the time of recording last night uh, was the newest episode of Canada versus the world. Yes. Um, you know, and the a conversation was brought up that had also, uh, in in terms of like major drag franchises, had only been brought up on Dragula season three before. Yeah. Um, and it w- it was to not use that word because it is harmful to you people with vaginas, yeah. right? So, and it's also a dialogue that I've seen online with people 
long before it ever got on Drag Race, long before it ever got on Dragula. So I've like seen it pop up here yeah. and there online from a breadth of AFAB individuals. So it's just kind of like, I didn't realize people were still using this term. And I've had people try to like defend it and be like, no, you shouldn't be offended by this word to AFAB individuals. And I'm just like, you're talking about their vagina. I, I also think that like different cultures have heard it at different levels. Like I've had that conversation. Yeah. Um, Cause I believe the conversation was between Stephanie Prince and Victoria Scon. And I know, I know Stephanie lives in Canada, but I know also know she's from the Philippines. So yeah. I, I'm not sure entirely what her background is. Um, so it, this may have truly been her first time yeah. you know, hearing that. And so um, I have not watched the episode yet, but I hope it was an excellent re- uh, example of how to have an educational moment. Um, cause I think, you know, when I first heard that I was confused, I was unsure. I was like, what, this is, this is our culture. Like, why is anyone saying that we can't use certain words, but really if, if it's something that causes harm, then, yeah. it, you know, then at the end of the day, maybe it's not the best thing to use. So I get it. Yeah. On to the next, what else has been going on on the television? Hopefully I lost once again. Oh Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so yeah, Shangela not winning Dancing with the Stars. I mean, she she placed fourth, I believe. I've not been watching Dancing with the Stars. She made it to the, the finale, from what I understand. Yeah, I knew it was the finale. I knew she made it to that. I knew she made it to the top four. But I saw her number, and that little girl who won, I saw her number as well. Oh my god, Shangela's was like far and away better. Yeah, but whoever's the biggest star is always going to win. Let's be real. It's all about clout. It's 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 basically a drag open stage. Most applause <laughs> wins. Just pack it out with your friends. Yeah, I I guess. But I it it kind of I don't know. I was glad that Shangela got that chance because I feel like that's an audience that very rarely sees drag entertainers. Um yeah. And like to hear my own parents talking about Shangela was a like very Wattley. yeah, it was a very interesting thing. Um, like it, the, yeah, so I, I'm very proud of her for kind of breaking that boundary and being a crossover queen. I wish she was able to take the crown, but she's used to not getting them, so it's okay. Oh, um, also, we're speaking of Shangela. We're here. The newest season just dropped. So much or TV. Or something. I don't know. I'm behind. I need to catch up. Yeah, because that is one show that I do really enjoy. I need to watch it. I have not watched We're Here. Um, The Selma episode is one of the best episodes of the show. Period. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the one with Bob's wig reveal thing. What Bob's wig reveal? Like the performance where the wig falls off? Maybe I think I'm pretty sure it was that one. I think so. Maybe I'm wrong. Anyways, we have a Dragula episode to get into, but the last thing that we need to say before we do is that on the day this is being released, there is, uh, it's Cyber Monday, and I mean, we have a whole soundboard here, uh, Cyber Monday, yay, um, but, and we looked at potentially doing a sale for our merch, but realized if we did, like, we would make literally no profit, so... 
Yeah. While you're making your Cyber Monday purchases, head on over to the link that's in the description of this podcast episode or the links in our bios on Instagram so that you can grab some flapping and fawning merch. I also wanted to mention since Giving Tuesday is on that Tuesday, uh, you may want to grab a Clinica Depressus and Flapjack non-binary pride sticker. All proceeds will go to Beyond Binary Legal. And I'll be making that donation on the Tuesday of Giving Tuesday to amplify it and multiply the amount that is... Um, being donated what is giving tuesday oh giving tuesday is so you know you have thanksgiving and then you have black friday black friday is where you know you're thankful on thanksgiving then on friday you go spend all your money then you have the weekend then you have uh cyber monday right where you blow all your money online and then they leave the crumb for the charities on tuesday giving tuesday i mean i've never heard of it until Really? Just until now. just now? Yeah, Giving Isn't Tuesday. Is like a small business Saturday? Or is that I a think whole other part of small the year? Business Saturday. No, I think, I think it is Saturday. So, yeah. So, uh, you just go support all these people. But, I mean, not the corporations. Steal from them. <laughs> buy, <laughs> buy things, buy things from the Especially Walmart. Yes. <laughs> um, but Giving Tuesday is where you give to, like, charities. So, and, and a lot of times there are ways you can donate and that will be um, amplified in certain ways. Like, I know, for example, that through my job, I in the past we have had a way to donate and then our like my where i work they will uh, uh meet the amount that i'm donating so it's oh, like I, mine gets doubled so hot. that is what i am hoping to do with those beyond binary legal donations that we've been accumulating through those sticker sales i mean and that's also good for corporations to do the donating because they to, also get true. a tax write off that's also why I will never donate through a corporation. I'll donate on my own. Yeah, do it on I'm your not own. I'm trying to give a corporation a tax write-off. And as a reminder, we are not a corporation. We are little people. <laughs> so yeah. please, buy a sticker please. so we can donate to be on binary legal. We're, we're very little people, just with gigantic cocks. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> okay, work! <laughs> Cock. Um, how about this cockatoo episode? <laughs> so, at the top of this episode, uh, Fawn and I are looking at our roster, and Fawn has four people who are still in, and I only have three. Hell yeah. I, things are looking great for me. They are looking great. Um, for now. For now. Fawn's four that are still in are Abora, Coco, Eva, and Astrid. And Flaps, three that are in are Hoso, Melissa, and Victoria. And as a reminder, whoever has the winner of the whole season of Dragula Titans on their roster gets to choose the tattoo for the other person. Oh my god, what if there was a tie? What do we do? <laughs> There's a tie. We both have to get it. <laughs> if you, so like if, what if, happens if it's a tie between people on your side of the bracket or a tie I get to pick two for you <laughs> <laughs> two, one for you and a friend <laughs> I don't know we'll see we'll cross that bridge when it gets here I doubt they'll do that um, okay well why don't we take a break and get into it sounds like a playing stand you always say that <laughs> And we are back with the Boulay Brothers Dracula Titan Season 1, Episode 5. And we open the first opening. <laughs> Not the first opening. <laughs> Which is everyone is returning to the boudoir 
Or as we said last episode, the boo dwar. <laughs> Not the boo dwar. <laughs> but it's decorated. It looks it's like all sparkly. It's all sparkly. It's like an eighties prom. Yeah. yeah There's the, all the disco balls and cocaine everywhere. Cocaine. <laughs> no, well, that's cocaine. Close enough. <laughs> <laughs> but um so everyone is returned and they are talking about who they might think return because we're they still don't know. Yeah, they still don't know if Erica or Victoria, Victoria. is the one to return. Everybody's yes. making their case about why they think who it might be might re- be returning. I mean, it was obviously Victoria, right? Oh, I thought it was Erica. I mean, okay, Abora. Like, I thought even them dropping Erica down and then saving Victoria was just a ploy, and then Erica was just Erica gonna was going to walk, gonna walk in. Room. Yeah, <laughs> I loved when they were like, "Wouldn't that be gaggy?" And I was like, "It would, but it's not going to happen." <laughs> so, the conversations that happened, I don't know that. I'm, I'm I'm over this drama, and like them talking about how I think it was Melissa was bringing up how Astrid was like part of the reason that their group failed. Yeah, I found this strange because no, honestly, I fucking agreed. I said this last. You week. just hate Astrid. No, like, but they were all bad. Like none of them were good. Like not like I'm sorry, but like and I like Melissa, but this was not. It wasn't. No, she she Astrid was not in the needs top. to go home. I agree with Melissa. I stand with Melissa. Melissa is correct. I was saying the okay. same exact shit last week, so that's fine. I, I so like how much of this with Melissa being in the bottom? How much of it was Astrid's fault, and how much was Victoria's fault? I mean, it's all of their faults, including Melissa. Okay. Yeah. All right. Okay. That's fine. I I don't agree. I just I don't think any of them did a very good job. Melissa was the only one that didn't get negative critiques on her team, so it was literally everybody but Melissa's fault. Okay. I I guess so. Yeah. Um, I thought it was interesting though when Victoria came in, she said that she didn't feel Astrid was a problem. Um. Yeah, but I feel like that changed later in the episode. Did it? I think so. From what I remember, like I was the problem this. with that specific conversation right like about the dungeons and drag queens challenge victoria was like no i think it was mostly me to blame and i thought that was very big of her like to accept the responsibility for the issues because i mean i think asking a clarifying question is not bossy i think that if if they should have shown us the tape if it was actually that bad like just just saying it and then showing a clip of her like kind of gesturing in an aggressive way trying to get clarification on something i don't know i, I think that they're There's just trying still to make a way to up. handle it and either way that could still get you fired from a professional job from asking a question that's ridiculous no if you're being aggressive i, I but is she being aggressive you just said that she was gesturing well, yeah, but in like, an aggressive way but if you have a camera on you like literally 24 7 they're going they're, you're going to get some kind of a gesture that could be misconstrued as being aggressive. Like that could have been her in the acting, like gesturing that way. There was nothing that really showed her like what she said. You know, I, you I just love making excuses for Astrid. So. No, I just want, I want the proof. If, if they're going to tell us the story, they need to show us what they need. But you're like making all these excuses. Like you don't believe the boules or any of them. No, I don't. Okay. Well, <laughs> I, mm-hmm. I, I mean, I'm. It, se- it just seems strange that like, they wouldn't show 
the footage of what they're talking about. Like they had a very, it was like not even a second long clip of Astrid, like kind of gesturing, asking talking a question. Talking back like that can sometimes be harder to get into a concise clip like that than something like line. What's my line? That's a lot easier to yeah, pick up Yeah, but they into. gave Eva all that time for a meltdown that didn't really look like a meltdown. You know? There's I, only time for one drama <laughs> montage. Apparently. An episode. And Astrid does usually get the drama montage of the episode. Yeah, I mean, there, there's definitely some things Astrid that Astrid already cut had out a to shit ton of that screen time with the Dungeons and Dragons explanation. So, but wouldn't I? I would prefer for the storyline to make sense than for them to have like this funny bit <laughs> that goes on for a long time. Like, like all the, at the beginning of that episode, and oh my god, we've already talked about episode four. But like, why spend all that time watching them just hang out instead of show? Like, you know, I feel like they're in drag for like fifteen minutes in every episode, and these episodes are really long, and they're just really pushing these. And how is that different than drag race? Produced storylines. I, I think that you see them in drag more often. Like you see them maybe in the actual scene rehearsing. Um, you, you see them like, di- didn't they do like a group challenge before this? Like where they had to dance or something. Like we never saw them on the stage learning their learning things. I, I don't know, Mary. It just seems like a lot of it is we want to have trash reality television where people fight all the time rather than really focusing on the drag of it. And I don't love that. Like, and it's, it's other things like Coco brought up this thing about her being sabotaged. Where did that come from? She was sabotaged. She said her script was switched and she was missing parts of her armor. What? What? That would have been a great moment to have last week if she had said something about it. Right. Like, but I think she was just like taking the fact that she won and didn't want to make it all about her. Or maybe they knew behind the scenes. Maybe it also could have gotten edited out. Who fucking knows? Maybe. That seems weird. They're valuing these I'm strange things producer. that don't seem to matter. When they could just rely on the actual talents of their people. I'm and not a producer and I don't have the answer, <laughs> so I don't know what the fuck to tell you. I, I'm... Whatever. <laughs> okay. These conversations are driving me crazy. But do you think she was actually sabotaged? I don't know. I don't believe I wasn't that. there. I don't know. I, it's It doesn't make sense to me. Like, why would they just be introducing this concept now? Uh, other than... I, I don't know. I heard a theory that maybe she brought it up to make it seem like it was more of a situation than it was with... It, so it seems like, oh, look at how she overcame. Because it's like, now we all just kind of have to accept it. <laughs> that she was sabotaged i don't know it seems it seemed odd to me um but also when you're in the moment and like you're sabotaged like that different people handle it differently so when she was in the moment that day she could have probably just been like look i'm just gonna get the fuck through this and then now that she's had time to reflect on it is processing it i don't know i wasn't there (laughs) i suppose i'm mad okay now we get to the main stage all the competitors go to the main stage. Monster, monster high, monster high. <laughs> I'll tell you what, I was high as a monster last night. Um, Ayo! So, <laughs> what did you think of this challenge when it was first presented? I was like, are we going to get like monster high dolls? Yeah, that's what I thought too. And then they said zombie prom, and I was like, okay. I, yeah, I would rather have zombie prom. I feel like less copyright infringement, but it could have been some cool like... Cross-branding for the new Monster High movie. 
<laughs> Possibly. I don't, I don't know. The, but it wouldn't have happened. But it would have been cute. It would have been. It would have been. I would have loved to have had a little Eva Destruction doll or an Abora doll or an Erica Clash doll, actually. She would sit right over there. Well, you wouldn't have one because she's already gone home, bitch. Are they not making them for the whole cast? Is it just for the winner or something? No, you would have had to, like, been here for the challenge. Are, what? <laughs> <laughs> Did you not just say like a collaboration where they're going to make Monster High dolls of the Dragula Titans? <laughs> That's not at all. Oh. I said cross-promotion for the new Monster High movie. Oh, so they're just crossing streams. Is what you, in your theory. Yeah. Okay. But also, if they were making Monster High dolls <laughs> for all the Dragula cast, wouldn't it just be the people that are there for the challenge? It wouldn't make sense to have the people that are already eliminated. Okay. I see what you mean now. Yeah. I see and what Erica's you mean. already gone. Down the toilet, the Teletubby toilet bowl. <laughs> I don't know why you hate Erica so much. Anyways, we find out it's going to be a two-part floor show challenge, and that first there's two parts. Two parts, the same parts. Um, well, first they're gonna do a basic bitch look, uh, is how it was described to us, and then second they should transform into the a zombie form from their basic bitch look. Okay. I think it would have been camp if somebody would have came out as a dog. Dog? Yeah. What is dog? Like a dog in a prom dress. A basic bitch. Okay. <laughs> I really want to take a break, but we just did. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about the fright. <laughs> so, Speaking of dog, eat some brains. <laughs> eat some dog brains. Pig brains. Close I am enough. on one today. Uh-huh. Um... <laughs> So after the boulets describe the challenge, which is zombie problem, the they announce the fright feat for the week, and this week they have to eat brains. Is it pig brain? Pig brains. Pig brain. <laughs> you wanna know a gross story? So So this one time I've been Okay, this is going I realize that I have some very close personal friends who listen to this story. If you do not want to hear a story about me that is sexual in nature and somewhat disgusting, I would skip ahead about a minute. So I um I'm gonna edit to where this story <laughs> starts one minute. <laughs> one minute after. Okay, so I had this guy that I met this is like years ago, years ago, um, on a dating app, and he was like, Hey, have you ever had your ass ate? And I was like, no, because at that time I never had. And he said that he really wanted to. So this was a real long time ago. This was a very long time ago. Like very, very long. And I, so I got ready, you know, and I'm, I'm always like clean, pristine for my encounters. And he comes over um, and we're, you know, we're getting into it, having a nice time. And then he's like, okay, are you ready? I'm like, okay, yeah, let's do it. And so we're, he's going at it. And at, like it, I, first of all, I didn't love it. Like I don't think it was anything he necessarily did wrong. I'm just I don't love that. I don't I don't like it. Oh. But as he's doing it, he goes, <laughs> and I kicked him off the bed and was like, "Okay, we're done. Thank you. This was great." <laughs> and then let him leave. How, how do you know he did that on purpose? How do I know that he honked? No, snorted at me like a pig. That yeah. was definitely on purpose. I, he, he thought I was a trough. Look, sometimes when you're down no, there... No, no, don't try to justify <laughs> it. That was horrible. <laughs> sometimes when you're down there, noises happen. 
That noise? Well, you gotta breathe. Yeah, you have to breathe. It's hard to breathe when you gotta listen. Two it cakes was, in your nostrils. It was intentional. Like it was. There was no way that it was just like a like like it was nothing like that. It was like a very. I want to sound like a pig in this moment. Well, and there's I was, worse things that could happen. <laughs> like, move on, Fox. <laughs> Get to the pig. The pig brains. Get to it. I tried to share my story with you, and you rebuffed my concerns. Your, your feelings are very valid, and that conversation should have been had beforehand. <laughs> However, it is not something that would have thrown me off. But just like out of nowhere, like there was no conversation about yeah. animal noises in the bedroom. Like, yeah, th- no. Do you never just like make weird noises while you're just going at it in the moment? Like, like not, not, not an animal noise. I don't just start like calling like a bird, <laughs> like scorping like a chirp. No, like a, I don't. Uh, I don't do that. I, I, I'm certainly not ever bottoming and just go <laughs> like that. <laughs> That's, do well, you do that? No, because I go. <laughs> Mark, I'm sorry. Uh, um, but for <laughs> real though, like, have you never like growled? No. In the moment? No. Oh. That's just not a, a growl. Yeah, like, <sighs> like. I think you and I may be into some different things, and that's fine. <laughs> um, but no, I have never been inspired in a moment of heat to uh, growl at someone. <laughs> What about spitting their mail? Nope. I've, nope. Never done what that. What about slap them in the face? Okay. <laughs> Pig. Pig brain. Anyway, <laughs> steering away from talking about eating ass and back to eating, eating brains. Brains. Getting, let me eat your brain. Yeah. Get I that was, head. How do you think you would do with eating a pig brain? I'm, I would not. <laughs> really? I would struggle. I'd probably be able to do it, but I think I would struggle with it. I think I I think I could do it. I wonder if I could slurp it up like ramen, because it looked pretty like noodly. It did. I bet it was like. It, I I don't like a. It was okay. Every time I've watched this part of the episode, I've been eating and I've had oh, to it like. You out. It's just because of the noises and the textures that I associate with it, and then well, the I fact mean, that it seems kind of raw. It and does that kind of fucks with me. And the, mm, so when, well, Danny, my partner right who is from vietnam has told me that this is like a food that he has had before and it's really good and he was like oh my god i would love to do that <laughs> like it's really good um and then when they brought it out he was like that is not what it looks like like when i've had it it didn't look like that um and so i i don't know what kind of pig brain they had like it, i think i could handle it though i wonder what danny's was like did Danny he, describe it? He showed me a photo of it, and it it did look different. Like, did I it could, look cooked? I, I think, yeah, I think did it was it just more seasoned? cooked and seasoned and prepared. I they like just steamed this to kill all the bacteria. Yeah, that and like was right. just like here you go, Probably. no seasoning, bland. But even so, I think I could do it. Like, I feel like I am good at turning on like a certain numbness in my brain i'm not because sometimes eating sushi that doesn't have any crunch in it still makes me like weird i'm weird about texture i'm really weird about texture only texture that bothers me is like a a meat that has like it's like really solid and then really fatty like right next to each other i hate like a gristle and stuff yeah i don't like that Mm -hmm. I'm, i'm not a fan of that but i i I could eat it you know i it would i don't think it would make me vomit or anything but 
same with this this pig brain and pretty much any of the food challenges like i think i have the capability to just like shut off i think if i was in the moment i might be able to do it but like if i wasn't doing this for a television show for money i would not be able to yeah do it. i mean we're not just gonna do this for fun yeah this is right. not gonna be a flapping and fawning production no. kind of like promo the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but there might be other things on the line um Okay, okay. So, oh, well, we forgot to even say, though, there were stakes on the line for this. Not stakes. There were brains. But the, uh, whoever finished it first would be safe for the week. The first time this has, like, ever happened. Well, yeah. I mean, it's, like, aside from, didn't they do uh, something like this in season three where the key, where Dahlia Black found the key? Well, yeah, but that you could either put somebody else up or save yourself. Because I ended up doing that on four as well. I also enjoyed the Loris reference during this all the way back from season one. Right. The, but I think also Abora doesn't eat meat. Oh, does she not? I think. I mean, th- th- it was clearly, it was a quote, like the Loris quote for sure. Like by choice, I have not consumed animal products for three years, but God damn it. I am not going home tonight. I think Abora actually is though. Vegetarian. Oh, work. Okay. I think it might've been a double entendre. Cool. Um, okay. So it turns out Eva Destruction ate the brain. Congrats to her. She gives good head. She, she gives, it's so good. It's called brain. Um, yes. And she is declared safe and they just have some time to kill. So we continue with all these, all the talking and the yammering and the flapping and the fawning. Um, so flipping and the flopping like, yeah, this is what got into like the big drama of the episode. What is, you you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, so they like divide up and they're like, "Well, you want to go to prom with me?" And it starts with Astrid asking Hoso, and then like it turns into everybody asking everybody else. Then Abora ends up being by herself, and she goes and grabs a mannequin. Hilarious, and plays along, and I'm like, "Yes, Abora, this is what the Abora they want. We want from you." Like, yeah. Yes. And then after it's over, Hoso is like in her feelings about it and goes and checks on Abora, who is fine. And then it turns into this big deal. And then Astrid is like, gets in her feelings about it because this is about me and this involves me and you talking about me does affect me in a very negative way. <laughs> yeah, I'll admit, Astrid was getting on my nerves a little bit. Astrid in this situation. and Hoso in this situation both were pissing me yeah. the fuck off because Hoso is the one that instig. Astrid and Hoso are the instigators of this situation, and they should have just let it the fuck be. Yeah, uh, and also, I mean, I, I want to mention that it, that was one of the funniest things I think I've ever seen on Dragula was the mannequin when they put the mannequin in. The, oh yeah confessional chair <laughs> i really enjoyed that moment um yeah it was pretty annoying because it sparked like this whole thing and it just went on for so long right like uh coco left and went to the cauldron with melissa and eva um where they all complained about the love triangle you know they also did like a shady editing moment where they talked about astrid and eva was like i would never have complained and then they showed her like the clips of eva complaining yeah um at the fair and then once we get to the next day and they're getting ready for the floor show, this is still going on. Like people are being awkwardly quiet. Um, and it kind of became love triangle versus the world and eventually just love triangle versus Coco. Um, Look, Coco, this entire episode I was living for 
and yeah. Coco just being like, I'm not here for it. I'm not featuring it. Um, and like, just like, I'm not going to be involved. And Eva during the cauldron moment was just like, and look, it's gotten you far. Like it, clearly it's working girl because she had just gotten a win. And then the next day when everybody is just quiet and there's so much tension and Coco's just like trying to figure it out. And she's like, so this is what that was about. Okay. I'm sorry. I asked. Yeah. I don't know. It's I, I know that she said she doesn't want to be involved with it, but she sure is talking a lot about it and asking I think a lot she of questions just wants about them to it. Shut the fuck up about it. And yeah. she's trying to figure out why the fuck it's such a big fucking deal because it shouldn't be. Yeah, true. Yeah. I I also think that she is making it a bigger deal than it needs to be in this moment. But either way, it's a lot of drama that's just very unnecessary. And I would be like Victoria, very annoyed with everyone in this situation. Just like, oh my God, can we just enjoy being here? Um, She's the true like Switzerland. Yeah, honestly. Okay. Any- that's the right country, right? Yeah. Switzerland. Neutral on everything. Yeah. Yeah. Good for them. Um, okay. So it's time for the floor show. It's the floor show. And we have special guest judges, Barbara Crampton. Did you know who these, these special guest judges were? I didn't remember them. I know they'd been on before, but I was like, oh, okay, cool. I don't know that Barbara has. No, they both had Barbara Crampton and, uh, when have Barbara been on? I don't, I don't, I can't tell you, but I, I'm pretty sure they mentioned that they had both been on before. Um, I know they mentioned, um, Tanana Reeve. Is that how, how you say her name? Tanana Reeve? Yeah. I, so. I knew Tanana they Reeve had mentioned too? that she had already been on, but I don't think they mentioned Barbara Crampton had been on. They mentioned mm. that Barbara Crampton had been on days of our lives and like a bunch of other like spooky horror, scary shit. Gotcha. Well, I, I really enjoyed, I thought they both were really good judges at this. Um, and one thing I wanted to mention before we got into the floor show was that when they, when the Boulets introduced it, they subtly said the, uh, that they were featuring their class of 1987 graduates in this. And so I wondered if maybe that was part of the brief that they received, like in the list of looks that they needed to make, like somehow like 1987 or eighties. Cause a lot of them were eighties inspired. Um, but not all of them were. So I, I don't know. I thought it was interesting that that kind of seemed to be something they needed to do, but they didn't necessarily do it. I feel like 87 probably has some sort of significance. What that significance is, I cannot fucking tell you. True. But it might have to do something with like, cause surely that's not when they graduated because that's, they're not that old. Um, that's not that old. <laughs> graduated in 87. Yeah. That's not that old. That means you would be 18 in 87. Yeah. Which means you would have been born in the 70s. Which, if you were born in the 70s... Eight, hold on. Hold on. 18. What year is it? It's 2022. Yeah. So, twi- uh, 2022 minus 1987 equals 35 plus 18. 53 is not that old. I think the bootlegs could reasonably be 53. How old are they? I don't know. Okay. Uh, lead researcher, Alexa, volume 10. Alexa, how old are the Boulet brothers? From algebra.com. The youngest brother is 31. Therefore, the other brothers are 32 and 33. Does that answer your question? 
No. no. Terrible lead researcher. Thanks for your feedback. I mean, I think they're about the same age as the um the Sugar Baker twins. Really? Yeah. They seem so much younger than the Sugar Bakers. In an interview from 2018, they had been together for at least 20 years. In 2018, they'd been together for 20 years. So they had been together. So in 2018, they have been together since 20. the 90s. So since 98, they've been together. I think they could reasonably be like early 50s, late 40s. Um, and that makes sense. I mean, they're they're running a franchise. Although, look at this funny quote I found. Drek Morda, so the question was, how old are the Boulay brothers? <laughs> and this person said, Fruity Gay Man on Dra- Dracula subreddit said, Dracula exists outside of time. She sleeps... Sorry, Drakmorda exists outside of time. She sleeps on the edge of reality and has watched human affairs with indifference for tens of thousands of years. Swanthula is 36. Swanthula does give 36 <laughs> five. I get that. Yeah. <laughs> Even though that doesn't make sense for them to have been together for 20 years. I mean, would they have been together? Because that would have been... Swan was 16. But they've also been doing nightlife events for around 20 years. Anyways, yeah, they're they're they have some age on them, but it's not like they're ancient. Um, anyways, back to the episode. Well, actually, why don't we take a break and then get into all these looks? Sounds like a plan. Oh my god, not again. <laughs> And I am back with Stan. Uh, so Stan and I, excuse me, Fawn and Flapping and Standing are going to be flapping. Uh, God, this is too hard. Fawning and flapping all of the looks that we saw on the floor show. For or are we standing prom. and flopping? We are not standing. We are fetching. Stan does not. I no. <laughs> I rebuke Stan in the name of Jesus. Stan, be gone. <laughs> back, back to the hell scape no. in which you came. You need to. Uh, Rise on the... Okay, they're gone, I think. What's the staircase called? Oh, you need to ascend on the staircase of souls. That's what I was trying to say. Escalator, escalator. Stan, come back. Stan. Hey, Stan. Yes, I <laughs> I have a lot of yes. um, power here at Flapping <laughs> and Fawning. Um, okay, so Stan, can you please uh, ascend the staircase of souls? Why? Get you're not, your name is not in the title of this podcast. You do as I tell you. Ascend the staircase of souls. Okay. Thank you. Bye. Now that you're in the ghoulish gallery, stand. You have been eliminated. <laughs> See, that is how every elimination should go. <laughs> they should bring me in. <laughs> and I'll be like, what are these things called again? Okay. Okay. Stand. you will forever be loved and forgotten yeah get out of here um (laughs) okay so we are on the floor show we're fawning and flopping all of these looks and there's two each this time um the first one is the basic bitch look and the second one is the transformation into the zombie look and we're gonna rate both of them if it is your first time joining us here at flapping and fawning we have a very sophisticated system for rating these looks if we love it it's a fawn and if we don't like it, it's a flop. And if it's our absolute favorite thing we've ever seen, it's a fetch. Stop trying to make fetch happen. It's not going to happen. All right. 
First up to the stage. Give me an A. Give me a B. Give me an H. It's Apora. She. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> that threw me off. Um, uh, so Abora comes in today dressed as a cute little cheerleader. Yay! You I, know what it gave me? That wig that I have. No, but oh. it gave me very like a little bit Cheerios from Glee. How they wore their cheerleader uniform. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Yeah. The people were saying that it didn't fit the brief. And like, I kind of see what they mean, but I also don't. Like, I think there's always that girl who's in her cheerleader uniform. Um, At least on TV, there is. Yeah. I mean, that was the thing in my high school, though. I mean, oh, I don't I think anyone went to a public school. So. No one went to prom in it. Uh, but uh, so I guess that's what they're saying. But. But I mean, it's very, I feel like it fits Glee and it's the same colors yeah. as the Glee ones. But also I kind of loved the yellow hair because it gives, it gives it more like comic booky vibes. I agree. And like, I feel like if this was a comic book character, this comic book character would probably be going to prom. Yes. Their cheerleader uniform. 100%. I loved the shoes. So cute. Did you like? Yeah, I want those shoes. Right. Um, also. That's a converse at prom I can accept. I like wish she um, had done something different about seeing that corset moment. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I noticed that as well. Um, but it didn't really stick out too much to me. It was very similar to her skin tone. Um, I think she very easily could have had just like a little white piece of fabric that went down her torso that would have done the job. Um, but I overall... So, okay, if we're, if we're rating this on its ability, like what? If we like it, don't like it in the way it fits the challenge? Yeah. I don't know. What is it for you? I think for me, it's a light fawn. Okay. Because, like, I can 100% see the critique of this doesn't fit prom. But also, at the same time, like, that cheerleader bitch might be wearing her uniform. Yeah. I also am going to fawn it. That's two fawns. Because, like, there's some cheerleaders that it's like that is their identity yeah I they like, might not be the head cheerleader but they're one of the cheerleaders and that's all they have that's right that's where they're peaking and i totally get this character like see i think what people did you two peak as a cheerleader in high school no I, they told me i couldn't join um i what am i saying oh yes no i like drag that has a point of view like if the, to me, the basic bitch thing to do would to be to do the obvious thing. And she did not do that. So that is a fawn for you a mean, boy. Wear a pink dress. Wear a pink dress. And or, a blonde wig. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think. I don't think. Um, okay. So then she transformed into a zombie. Uh, I felt this was a little more campy. I loved this. I, uh, ew, uh, I don't know. I don't. I can't tell because it's like on the one hand, I liked the campiness. I loved when she took the hair and it pulled it out of her head, and then she used it as a pom pom. That was so funny. I liked this more than I liked her basic bitch. Uh, what did you think about the boobs flying? I around? loved it because if you're a zombie and you're decaying and it's just gonna come apart, it looked like they came apart intentionally. So is because it because it was completely painted under there? Is it supposed to be like a like she had breast implants like as a I think she's just a zombie and her body's falling apart. Oh. Okay. Yeah, that's how I read it personally. 
I feel like if you're decaying, if unless you have a breast implant, it would have been a look. I don't know that did, that didn't make sense to me. But they child live. Th- that that was a little distracting to me. I will admit, like I was like, why are the boobs flying around? Um, but I I really enjoyed it um, overall. So I'm gonna give this a light fawn. I think if I saw this in the daylight. I would not like it as much. I really like also like the way she went for that classic comic book character skin color yeah. for a zombie. That's which cool. will, Because that goes with the yellow hair more and gives it that like, this is a comic book character because yellow in the comic books means blonde. Yeah. I vibe. I vibe. Okay. It's a fawn for me. What about you? Same, same, same. Well done, Abora. Next to the stage, we have our safe queen. Eva Destruction coming as the lonely nerdy girl with the braces. Hmm. Like I said, I love a point of view. Like I love that she gave it a character, did something different with it. She's on the corner. Yeah, Why can't you see her? Uh oh. Uh, I will say this was. I felt this was one of the first ideas that I had. Though I was like, okay, if I if I was to do you know prom look i have a few directions i could go but like nerdy girl was definitely in like my top three ideas um but i mean she was the only nerdy girl so she was she was i mean i like it i give it a fawn i think it's not like my favorite thing it's not my favorite but it's a fawn i think i give it a fawn as well i mean it i like the point of view i think it's i think it's original yeah okay um okay and then she we transforms into a zombie and it's like she's in the same dress the hair is in her uh the glasses is in her hair i like that touch yeah that was a very cute touch um and her intestines have come out a little bit on the side and her hand is that like her hand or the hand of someone else i don't know i don't like this yeah it's not enough and the makeup to me oh here's my problem with this challenge it seemed like a lot of people for zombie makeup just went, let me put a lot of blood and let me put prosthetics on my face and put a lot of blood on my face to where you can't even tell detail of anything. So it just looks like I have a really bloody face. There's no detail to signify that this is actually a zombie. You know what I mean? It's just mm. like, yeah. I kind of see what you mean. I there, do. It needs some highlights. I do you really know? appreciate though. Dimension. Like, if you look at her like breastplate area, she's got like something really cool there that makes it look very sunken in. Yeah. I enjoy that. Um, but no, I, I just don't like the face. There's not yeah, I kind of got lost in the face. There's what a lot of them struggled with is there's not a lot of dimension to some, a lot of their makeup. Yeah. I, I agree. I think this one's going to be a flop for me. Same. <laughs> I think she. I think she was safe. Is lucky to have that. Yeah, safe. Um, next to the stage we have Astrid Aurelia, and her pretty and pink basic bitch look. I loved her um, basic bitch look. Me too. I, it was really cute. I, w- I would absolutely wear it. I was impressed with how she could paint when they did the like showed the silhouette before showing who it was. I did not think it was Astrid. Yeah, same. And she has shown twice now that when she just paints really pretty, she's so stunning. <laughs> like the bard look last week, um, this look this week, I I really enjoyed both of her human forms. Um, but 
Then she transformed. Oh, wait. Was So is it a fawn for you? For her regular? Yeah, that was an absolute fawn. It was so fucking good. Yes, I agree. Um, then we get to her zombie look. Uh, what, what did you think of this? I don't like it. Why? It's just like... <sighs> Once again, it's very muddy. Yeah, I, I agree. I, f- I feel like a lot of details get lost. Um, like, I don't quite understand the thing on her face. Like, what is... Th- is like, is that like the skin on yeah, top of her head know. peeled off? Or is... Like, because on her mouth, it looks like her mouth got eaten off and maybe it slid up. I don't... I don't know. Uh, I don't understand. It doesn't make sense. Also, the way this dress is distressed doesn't super make sense either. Yeah, like and the, it's just like I feel like she should have a panty on, but she doesn't. But she has vagina teeth for some fucking reason. Why would a zombie have vagina teeth? Um, unless you're trying to reference the movie Teeth, but that still doesn't make sense in this connotation. Yeah, I don't. I don't quite understand. There's a everything. lot going on, and it's not in a good way. That was a lot, Robin. Yeah, I agree. Unfortunately, I think I am gonna flop this. Same. I, but I really like. I cannot stress enough how beautiful I thought she looked in the first um, first half of this. 100% same. Okay, next to the stage, we have Hoso Teratoma. Um, I really enjoyed her basic bitch look. Like, I, it was when I, by the time we had gotten to a point where I was like, what, what would I do? Okay, I'd probably settle on something like this. She kind of took the idea that I wanted to go with, which was like this, like, girl who was i took it as well i wanted to do tears right like someone who was so excited that they won prom queen right they're just like super happy and they're crying and they're like their makeup's running because of that um and i thought i thought that would be a fun direction to go um i was like maybe i could do someone who's like kind of an uh, untraditional pageant or not pageant queen untraditional homecoming queen winner um for one way or another and like but whether she's like the band kid who got it or something like that. I think that'd be fun. Um, anyways, I liked it. I loved the tears. I thought she looked really pretty. I was surprised she didn't go for a more subtle makeup since they were saying basic bitch. I wish she would have gone a little more subtle with her makeup for basic bitch because I think she should, could have still brought full Hoso out in the zombie makeup. Mm. Even had she gone more basic because I feel like the zombie lends itself to more animated so she could have brought the more dramatic hoso makeup to that and still pared down her basic bitch makeup a little more yeah yeah i can see that um okay so what was her regular look like the basic bitch look was that a flop or a fawn um before i just say what it was one thing that i did think was odd is her silhouette with it was a little bit odd because she had these big old hips, itty bitty waist, and it didn't really build up to anything with that round thing in your face. Oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> uh, I thought for sure you were going to sing that song. Um, but it didn't really build up to anything going upwards. And like that part of the silhouette, the bottom, the waist and hips is a very traditional hoso. We expect the small waist with the big hips, but it usually has something to balance it out at the top. So it just felt really bottom heavy and didn't have a lot of balance. I'm not saying that as a positive hmm. or a negative. I'm saying it as an observation. I'm still going to give this a fawn. She was very pretty. It's just 
It was yeah. something that I couldn't help but notice. I, I noticed that as well, but I, t- I just thought it was like Hoso's kind of thumbprint. You know, it, it reminded me of her, her not her, of her look, the Coraline villain mother, the other mother villain look. Yeah. Do you remember that? It, I don't remember that. It, it had a similar silhouette, I think, where it was like really thin waist and then the very sharp jutted hips that make it bigger. And but I, did she have something at the top to balance it? I don't think so. I don't quite remember it super clearly, um, but I do remember that it's almost like a, doesn't Mooglair do like a, a hip like that? Maybe. I think so. And I think that she may be referencing that, but I don't, don't quote me on it. Like the hips, not the problem for me. It's like the balance. You know what I mean? I, I don't, but I, I hear you. Yeah. And it's not even like that big of a problem because I still gave it a fun. Yeah. Okay. I, mean, I just want to talk about it, but that's fine. Uh, no, I'm not saying that you couldn't talk about it. <laughs> okay. I just felt like I was, I was feeling I very, very attacked. <laughs> surprised we don't have I know, that. I know. We should. The- I'm going to fawn this look. That's that's what we should have said. All right. But I'm still going to fawn it. And you gave it a fawn. Okay. Yes. Okay. Now what about her zombie look? Did you agree with the critique about the alien thing for her? And someone else had that. I think Astro. That it read more alien than it did. Yeah. Yes. Is that bad? One thing that I did say to Mark before we ever got to the actual critiques was that I feel like this same exact look could have been accomplished the exact same without the mouthpiece and it could have read more zombie. Yeah. I mean, because I, I don't uh-huh. understand where the mouthpiece is coming from. Are, yeah. Are you familiar with the game dead space? No. Okay. So dead space is this game. That's like, that's kind of like zombies in space, but they make these things. I wish I could remember what they're called. Necromorphs, I think. And they end up kind of turning broken bones on people's bodies into weapons it's very gory um but th- it was a lot like that is what i kind of imagined it as i don't know i, th- I still thought it, i think alien and zombie don't necessarily have to be mutually exclusive but i don't know i i liked this even with that critique so that was a fawn for me i especially liked the sticky guts that was cool i'm gonna give it a light fawn okay acceptable Next to the stage, we have Coco Kane. God, this is so fucking... This pink silk ball gown with the 80s ruffles. Like, it's just... It's giving me all the 80s kind of vibes with a little bit of like a Bo Peep vibe, too, in a way. It is you kind know of what Bo I mean? Peep. Yeah. Do you think it's prom? I think it can be prom. That, that was my issue with it. I didn't think it looked super prom-y. Like, she looked great. But I, I didn't think How it was very How many 80s proms have you been to? You know, I've been to uh, several proms in my life, but none of them have been in the 80s. You're, yeah. you're right. I, <laughs> but I, I don't know. I never saw someone wearing something like this. Although it does kind of remind me of Napoleon Dynamite. Like, I like your sleeves. They're really big. Oh, I love the sleeves on this. <laughs> like, also, I love that movie. Um, one thing Coco does a lot that I have yet to decide how I feel about, and I don't know if it's like an intentional reference to something a lot of times she tends to leave the clips in her hair have you noticed that the silver clips for styling oh yeah i don't know if that's an intentional artistic choice and what the reasoning is about it it's something that i've noticed i don't know how i feel about it once again i'm just observing i'm not making a value statement on 
but yeah, I don't know. I, I, I'm not sure if I, if I get what that references either. It's not something that distracts me or anything. So and yeah, I, I, I don't necessarily hate it. Um, this look is still an absolute fawn. She was so fucking stunning. Fawn for me as well. Although I'm not, not sure if it's prompt, but uh, the legs. So I heard somewhere that there was um, the, the, a theory that she wore a big ball gown like this, like with a hoop skirt, because she had to, she wanted to put those prosthetics on her legs beforehand. So do you think that that may maybe under the that huge hoop skirt, she has some rickety rackety old zombie legs? I mean, why not? Right. Right. I don't know. Saves time. It does. It does. Um, okay. Anyways, still gorgeous. Cool. Smart. If that's ended, what she ended up doing. Um, okay. Next we have, we still have Coco. So uh, she just transformed into the zombie. And the big notable thing for this was, uh, to me was like, it looked like the face had been melted. Did you notice that? And then also people talked about her or the judges talked about how she was a very pleasurable zombie rather than a zombie in pain. Hers, yeah, it almost felt like she had been, like, burned in yeah. a way, not necessarily, like... Eaten alive. Yeah. It was just... It didn't feel zombie in the makeup. The most zombie... The thing, to me, that saved this was all the leg prosthetics. Yeah, the leg prosthetics were really cool. I mean, I guess it's possible that there's a fire at, at a prom, and I, I'm not against that, like... Okay. But would the zombies survive the fire? I think so. I don't know enough about zombie lore. I'm, and I guess it depends on what kind of zombie you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I'm imagining it like a walking dead zombie. I feel like that's a pretty traditional form of a zombie. Wouldn't that survive the fire though? Yes. I mean, wouldn't that die in the fire? No. Because walking dead is like the very basic rule of you just have to hit him in the head. Hit him in the brain. But like, there's like, I remember that I stopped watching walking dead a long time ago, but they did just have their series finale for season 11 um and so it's like done now but the, like the show is officially done yeah they still have other spinoff shows though yeah but the original it it had a good run um but i think in season five maybe there was like a fire and you saw a bunch of burnt up zombies and they looked really similar to this um so i, I don't know it it works for me i feel like it would be more melted if that was the case and anyways she didn't win it's fine like i i like it it's a fun yeah. Same. Cool. Um, okay. Victoria Elizabeth Black. She is so pretty in pink. She is. With this big old pussy ball on her teeth. Uh, now, hold on. Hold on. They said zombie. Why is she a mermaid? <laughs> <laughs> no, just a mermaid dress. Uh, okay. This was obviously amazing. Right? Yeah. I loved every moment it's Victoria. of Victoria. Are we going to be disappointed with the look ever? No. Probably not. Um, yeah. I, I loved everything about it. I felt like the basic bitch look was also... It was not basic. It was pretty fashionable on its own. She looked like the bitch that is like prom queen, the mean girl. She is yeah. Regina George. And I, th- I feel like it... Um, it still fits prom theme. Yeah. You know, like I feel, I feel like that's a silhouette I've seen before. You sometimes see bows on prom dresses. Like I, I get that. Um, yeah. So th- this was a huge fawn. Her out of, out of uh, her basic bench look for that to another fawn. element of that 
to go into that the hair to Reed's prom. Mm-hmm. Um, cause sometimes like there are versions of updos that feel a little too non promy. Yeah, like pageant, but not yeah. prom. It's like a different type of formal. And I feel like this is a hairdo that could go for pageant or prom. Yeah, she had the nail. Especially on the if you go vintage kind of prom vibes. Mm-hmm. Yep, this is a huge prom for me. Same. Awesome. Okay. And oh. honestly, like, yeah, this is a fun. Yeah. I, I do have some reasons why I'm not fetching the basic bitch look, but the uh, zombie evolution of this, I'm just going to go ahead and say it. Fetch, 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 fetch. I agree. It's not going to happen. But like, Double yes. fetch. Double, uh, do it again. Come on, Regina. Stop trying to make Bring it in for your girl. It's not going to happen. I did say she was the Regina George. So. <laughs> you did. You did. I mean, this is just so cool. You, she did Replace the... Replace the hair with brains? Yeah, I thought it was intestines. Either I don't way. Know. I mean, it kind of doesn't make any sense how you'd get intestines up there, but I'm pretty sure they said intestines in the thing. Like, I think maybe she, like, took the intestines and put it in her hair, because she was, like, twirling it at one point, I think. Like, twirling her finger in the intestines. And then had her entire skull shape shifted down what oh my god and then also just the added and that asymmet- the asymmetry of it too yes. with the eyes she just looks so fucking good and it like she still has a perspective to this that's beyond zombie like she and had distressing seemed appropriate yes like the all tied up like with the the bow you know like where she like can't really move like i could see this 100 percent. like if it, there's like a zombie battle right and someone used the they couldn't kill her so they just used the um the bow to tie her up and kind of uh immobilize her a little bit like I, this is amazing i love everything about it well done victoria elizabeth black this is a huge fetch um okay Melissa be fierce. She do be fierce. She do be fierce. She's serving some pageant queen. She is. And that was my issue. Like I felt like it was a, it did cross that line from prom formal to like a pageant formal. I, I, I told my partner, like, I think for me, it might be the hair. I think I could see this dress at a prom. I think for me, it's the hair. Yeah. It's very like mother motherly, like, or maybe even the crown. I think it's too big. I, I don't know. Something about it. I don't like, um, but I, I think if it was just different hair, I could probably forgive the crown because like the crown, you're trying to make it draggy and you're trying to make it that bitch. Yeah. But like the hair just reads a little more dated. For somebody that's supposed to be in high school. I just think she, yeah, I think she looks like the stepmom of a child who, like, she's a chaperone for the. She was the chaperone who stuffed the ballot box with her own name so that (laughs) she could, like, live her own fantasy at her child's prom. (laughs) Or she, um, just came wearing her high school prom. Yeah. Or, uh, crown. Yeah, she's like, we, we have had generations of prom queens in this family. <laughs> you will not disappoint. So I'm going to fawn it because she looked great. I just yeah. didn't quite think it met the brief of a prom look. I'm fawning it. Um, okay, then we get to the zombie look. Can we talk about the elephant in the room? We can talk about all of it. What? What is it? The fact that she had this ginormous crown. Yes, where did the crown go? And then replaced it. And then it. replaced it with a little dollar Damn tree it, tiara. <laughs> what? The 
this didn't make any sense. What I would have loved and what I thought it was at first until I was able to look closer at it was if that crown had been broken and you had a shard of it stuck into the head. Yeah, that's exactly what I was thinking too. Like it, it should be like broken, have a piece of it stuck in the head. Or if like it, I am okay with zombies that are, are a little bit more alien. Like I think it would have been really cool if she had a prosthetic that became a crown coming from her head. Like, th- like it was like the skin ate it or something that would be super cool to How's me skin gonna eat it when the skin's supposed to be falling off this is science fiction it don't matter yeah um yeah so but then then the prosthetics it was coming off they were it was like they they described it as a little bit crunchy that was not a little bit crunchy like that that was completely not on the face this and was not the a good week for prosthetics no, for dracula no. especially if like for um melissa who's done some good prosthetics this season yeah and and i think it showed if that they showed her in the uh boudoir working on it with just like a sheet of paper i think or not a sheet of paper like on a trash bag and i think that might have been a downfall because if you're forming these pieces on a flat surface and expecting them to contort to your body shape and like your face shape, it's not going to work. Like straight up, it will not work. Yeah. It will not stay. Like it is very clearly not, um, not like her skin is melting off. Like it, it the illusion just really isn't there. You know, it, this also kind of looks like burn. Yeah, I see that. Um, th- I, this is this is a big flop. I'm sorry, Melissa. Agreed. Okay. Um. Okay, I want to know what would you do for this theme? I would probably choose like a color that is. I would have probably honestly gone for like um. I told Mark I would have gone for the '80s purple color shift taffeta. Oh, pretty! And yeah. gone for some I like love taffeta. Um, the asymmetrical kind of like top and bottom with the big ruffles at the top and bottom. Mm-hmm. I love it. And then I would have just gone like classic zombie. I would have had better prosthetics than this and more detailed makeup, more highlights and contours. I, I imagined like a, a, you know, I mentioned like the band kid. I think that would have been a fun idea. Maybe like, cause sometimes you would like play like the alma mater or something at your prom. Um, I think that would have been a really fun way to go with it. I, I, I love the idea of tears. If you've seen, you know, the, the comedy queen picture of me with the tears, yeah. like I would have done that, like with massive giant crocodile tears. Um, where'd you get, the, where would you get the crocodile from? <laughs> well, my stomach, <laughs> I, but I would, I would want to have like a lot of intestines and like, like ha- maybe have things like, I don't know. I kind of want my, my character to be like a junk eater, like a junk food eater and have like, have it be really gross. Just like my intestines are falling out, but it's filled with like trash. I don't know. I think that'd be kind of fun, a fun concept to go with. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Work diva. And I would also wear yellow. Yellow is the smartest color to wear in situations like this because nobody's going to choose it. No one's going to choose it. And it's like, it's kind of a basic bitch color, like in a way I think. And then also yellow it's the very first color that your eye is attracted to. So if people are going to look at you on a stage in a lineup, they're always going to fall on you first. Yeah. I feel like my first option, like I said, would have been like a purple color shift taffeta. Yeah. My second option would have been like a baby blue. Mm. 
No yellow. No yellow. Hey, hey. Okay. Then they also did this little group dance thing. I really enjoyed that. And they were like the eating each other's face. Um, Literally eating. It was kind of gross at one point. <laughs> it was. I was like, can we stop? <laughs> uh, I have an erection. Um, please stop. <laughs> Why am I hard? <laughs> Speaking of hard, let's get into the critiques. So this was a very interesting second half to the episode. Um, I felt. I think it was one of my favorites. Yeah. So. Like, I loved the fact that they said, we're going to give everyone positive and negative critiques and like recommendations for the future. And we wrote those down. I think we're going to dissect that a little bit. I think it was really an interesting thing that you don't see a lot on shows like this. Um, I wish I would have had an opportunity to hear something like this on camp one Kiki. Um, yeah. So they also hinted at the beginning that they were going to shake things up at the end. Okay. So let's go through each one of these, um, starting with Eva. So <clears throat> Eva got the critique or her advice because I think it was Drac was the one usually giving it. Yeah. Drac, I have really, I've enjoyed both of the Boulets so much more this season. They seem to really be having fun. Yeah. And, and really more caring. Natural. And it just, yeah. which they've mentioned, like these are people that they actually do really enjoy and they are going to be working with in the future. So they can't, they feel a little worse being incredibly hard than on a regular season. But <laughs> that being said, we started with Eva and one of the things they told her was to bring more volume to her looks because sometimes she thinks a little literal and doesn't always think bring it to like the next level. And I think one of the specific things they said was like, you're going to be competing with people that are basically out here in actual parade. Mm-hmm. I agreed with this a bit. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it was a lot of her silhouettes have gotten really small um, but like I think back to her witch look and it was just really simple, really well done, performed very well. But I think that this was a great, like this week was a great example of, okay, you need to like really surprise us. Yeah. Um, with Melissa, I thought that was the smartest piece of advice that they gave anyone. Be wary of competing with people and things that they are the best at. I mean, she's standing there with those prosthetics falling off her face next yeah. to universal studios, you know? Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, I thought this was very smart. But the other thing is that I thought about, they have not, this isn't the first time they've had to tell Melissa this, you know, they told her this at the beginning, which was do what you do best. Well, like she did in the first half of the challenge, but this second half of the challenge was literally do special zombie, effects makeup. I, I guess, but I think there's other ways to do zombie than just to do prosthetics. But I think it requires special effects makeup regardless. Yeah, but I, th- I think there's a way you could do it. Like, I mean, because if you look at Abora, I think it still really fit her brand. There was prosthetics with Abora. Yeah, I know. But I, I think that, like, the color scheme and everything, it was yeah. very different. It, it still fit her brand. Like, I think there's a way she could have found it and and maybe just had something small. But, you know, it still yeah. would have met the brief a little bit and, and shown Melissa a little bit brighter. And for Astrid, she got told seeing similar suits and textures, similar body suits and textures and I'd like to see something different because it's all kind of been like... Did you agree with this? Yeah. Because it's been a lot with Astrid of, here's the silhouette. It's got something pointy on this shoulder and then something crazy happening on this other leg, the opposite leg. A lot of asymmetry and a lot of similar things. I get it. I do think it's odd that certain people in this competition are told, no, we want to see 
what we cast you for. And then some people are told, show us something different. But at the same time, it's kind of like, it's a little bit different than like, show us who you are as a character outside of this and being told, show us a different silhouette. I, I feel like Astrid, it was good for her to hear it, but I also do feel like she has kind of done this. You know, I, I think the bard look was not really like that. Okay, one look. But also her I, her zombie look was, but her basic bitch look was not really that. I mean, I guess, I guess the zombie look is the one they're really being graded on. But okay, all right. Well, I have really enjoyed Astrid's looks this season. So I was like, no, don't do something different. Keep going. You're so good at what you do. Um, yeah, that was the only one I, I think I really disagreed with. Okay. Then Coco, they told her to, that she should, she needs to make sure that she's not afraid of looking stupid. Um, what, what do you think of this? I think it's a really good critique for Coco because Coco always seems to want to be done. Coco is snatched. Coco is that bitch, clean, polished, professional, mm. even like when it's not like polished in a traditional sense it's like things have been thought about yeah um which we have seen her like slip up from that once or twice but as a whole coco presents very put together and wants to always present strongly and she needs to learn how to let go and have a little bit of fun yeah, I guess that's fair. Especially now that she is performing as well as she is. I think yeah. that hopefully she'll kind of chill out a little bit um, in terms of like, because yeah, I get like, oh, I'm so in the zone. I want to make sure I'm doing this right. It's like with Erica, you know, like I think Erica may have started to feel a little bit more comfortable if she had gotten a win. Um, and I think now that Coco has, has that and has gotten a shout out, she, she knows she's doing well and she should just continue to fly with that same energy. Um, Bora, that was another critique that we had heard before that she was her own worst enemy. Um, she shouldn't think too far outside the box because um, it doesn't always apply to the challenges. Yeah. So, did you? Yeah. And we've seen that. It's the same old Abora critique. Right. And then we had Victoria didn't get any critique. That was interesting because <laughs> they were like, we're going to give everyone this critique. And then I, yeah. I watched back and I rewound it like three times. I was like, where's the feedback? <laughs> Victoria got nothing. So yeah. And then Hoso got something that I have been kind of vocal about on the podcast. So mm. I think we know where I stand with this one. It's think about how you can surprise the boules because they were talking about when Hoso comes out, they kind of know what they're going to see. Yeah. They know what they're going to get. It's very high quality. It's very very high quality. And it's one of those things that is a great quality to have as an entertainer because people booking you know what they're going to get. But when you're on a reality competition show, you've got to be able to surprise and subvert expectations and things like that. Like, so when you're doing the same genre of silhouette every week, it gets repetitive. Yeah, and I'm saying genre of silhouette because they're not exactly the same, but they all feel very connected. Right. I I felt that she has. I, it, it's sort of similar to Astra. I felt like in the in recent weeks she kind of has shown some variety in her looks, but I, I think this week she did. I, I hope she can. I thought last week too with that high pony, you know, like and yeah, it wasn't quite as excessive in the ex- accessories. Um, but we'll see. I I Hoso is one. TBH, like I will admit, I really wanted them to win season four, and I thought that 
I thought that they already were at the level to win. Um, and so I, I, I didn't necessarily need them to come back and prove to me why they deserve to be here. So like, I don't know. Does that, does that make sense? Like I'm not, yeah, I'm not as concerned about her surprising me every week because she doesn't need to. She's already earned my respect. I'm going to eat up everything she does. Yeah, but at the so. same time, Victoria's still going to surprise you every week. I, yeah, you're right. I suppose she always has like a little reveal so or a gag or something. It's almost like if if Victoria wasn't there, I feel like Coso would be fine. But because you have somebody that is on Victoria's caliber, that is bringing, you know, this is Victoria. Yeah, but you're still surprised. I think that's where, in a comparison sense, Hoso is lacking. And Fair. it's not a dig. Of, it's just Victoria's that fucking good. I also want to say, in terms of like the drama and the drag that we're seeing, Hoso, at the time they were on this show, Dragula Titans, they were 18 years old. Are you sure? 18. Yes, because they lied about their age on their first audition when they got cast. Um, and so they were 17 doing season four, right? Because you remember the whole story about they had cancer and they were like, if I'm going to die, like I need to live my life to the fullest while I still can. And so it's from what I've seen, they lied about their age on their application, got on the show and did all of that at 17 and <laughs> like that's amazing and so i don't understand how people lie to get on these shows i mean they just do it and I, I don't know maybe how do they fake an id like that because maybe it's harder for them to do a background check for someone that's international violet lied about season seven of drag race about her age yeah how old was she i think she was 19 oh well i think i can't remember i mean clearly lying pays she, off i don't think she was 21 yet i but still like it i i, I try to th- these this drama that she's having like it makes me a little uncomfy when i consider that the people who she's in these love triangles with are in their 30s um yeah and she's 18 and but also i'm very impressed and, and so it also gives me a little bit of grace to her for not knowing how to navigate these adult situations and then also that with that being said um the the drag that she's doing is just at like what an amazing level for her age. Um, okay. So Victoria wins, right? And she is told that her head may be the heaviest and not just because of all those intestines on top. It's because she will be choosing who is in the bottom two to be considered for elimination. Dun, dun, dun. Okay. Who would you choose? I would choose Hoso and Astrid. Mm. I think, I think Victoria chose the right two of Bora and Astrid. Here's the thing this week I would have chose. I don't think I would, I could say any week I would have chosen a Bora, not a Bora, Astrid and Hoso. I think this week specifically I would have chosen Astrid and Hoso because those are the two that were the source of the drama this week. And Okay, so that means you're either going to get rid of big competition Hoso, which they're probably not going to. Right. Or you're getting rid of Astrid, who has been one of the biggest common denominators of annoyance. (laughs) And like... You you just hate Astrid. But Astrid's (laughs) also just kind of been the one that always like derails everything and makes everything a big deal. 
Yeah. Hopefully she got that feedback. Abora does too, but Abora simmered down, whereas Astrid's just kind of gotten worse. Right. So I would have put in, I would have put Astrid and Hoso down there. I think Melissa would be very high up there for consideration for me because she has yet to get a win. I haven't really seen anything aside from her promo look that I was extremely impressed by, to be honest. Um, and I don't know. I think it may have been smart on Victoria's part to choose people that were in the drama rather than people based on their um, technical skills for that week. I would have also so, like pulled a drag race and pulled people to the side to talk to people. Yeah. Because then I could have like <laughs> made alliances. I could have put somebody like that I was in the top with down there. Yeah. But had a talk with them and be like, Hey, I really want this person to go home. Can I put you there? Because I know they're not going to send you home. Mm. What if they did? I mean, what about the thing with Coco? That was so d- cool. Oh, oh <laughs> my God. Anna Bora just being like, well, wow, that was cool. <laughs> Yeah, I enjoyed that a lot. Um, okay, yeah, Victoria heard everyone out. She heard their pleas, and she said that she would only um, let us know on the main stage um, who the bottom two were. And she chose Astrid and Abora. And as they ascended the staircase of, of some shit and then were stood on the ghoulish gallery of gays, it was announced... That Abora take a hike. Uh, <laughs> she took a hike back to hell. I don't think that was a hike. I think it was quite the fall. Quite the fall. Quite the fall, really. <sighs> okay, so that brings us to our roster. Okay, so oh, goodbye, Abora. We've kind of already said our goodbyes in the first episode, but we're glad you, you got to show a little bit more. Well done, love you, gal. Um. It would Love be amazing. Your hair. I hope you win. It would be amazing if she came back. You Honestly, know, next week. <laughs> I uh, mean, also the Boulets have talked about like somebody is going to walk quit. from the set. So who the fuck is it going to be at this point? I feel like it has to be like somebody like Hoso or I would think Melissa, Melissa. or Astrid. I don't think Astrid's going to quit. No, I don't know. It would be very. What if Victoria was like. What she, what if she truly been delacrimed herself? Like I've had three wins, and I'm I didn't like having to eliminate someone. I'm out. That would Victoria's not going to do that. I'd be shattered because <laughs> she's kind of the one I'm gunning for right now. Victoria wouldn't do that, but that would be kind of great. I've got four wins on my roster with Hoso having one, Victoria having three, Melissa having none, but she's still hanging in there. And then Fawn has two wins with Coco and Eva, and then Astrid is still hanging in there as well with no wins. Um. Who do you think is going to go home next? Astrid. I think it could be Melissa. I think Astrid is performing better than Melissa, but I don't know for sure. I think it could be either one. Astrid is, if Astrid is, has not broke yet, Astrid is close to breaking. Cause Astrid still doesn't have a win yet either. Yeah. And Astrid, you know, is a little more 
stressed about getting those wins than Melissa is, and you know that will do you in quicker. I think Melissa and Astrid are like equally feisty. How crazy was it though? I felt at the beginning of this episode when they were waiting for people to come back, like just seeing six people there was like, whoa, like we're really dwindling down. Do you think we're gonna have a top three or a top four? Or I don't know. Something else. I don't know. How many episodes are there? I think there's supposed to be ten. Ten? Or there's twelve. I don't know. Five? I think there's supposed to be ten episodes. And we're just on five? So, okay. So, there's six people. So, oh, okay. Hold on. If we're thinking ten, maybe there's like a double save? Or a bring back? I don't know. Something. We've already had a bring back, though. Maybe. Maybe they'll do it again. I mean, they don't. They call it Gagula for a reason. But one thing's for sure. Because we've yet to figure out what yeah. the gag is. But you'll hear all about it right here on Flapping, Flapping and Fawning. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Flapping and Fawning. Music by Elliot Nass. Promotional art by Danny Lee. Hosts are Flapjack. Oh, hey, that's me. And I'm Fawn. You can follow me on Instagram at fawn.fawn.fawn. And you can follow me over at Instagram as well. And pretty much any other social media platform at flapjquellen, F-L-A-P-J-A-C-Q-U-E-L-I-N-E. Connect with us on social media on Instagram at Flapping and Fawning Pod and on Twitter at and fawn pod oh and make sure you check out the links in our bio to buy some merch you can also connect with us via gmail at flapping and fawning pod at gmail.com see you next time bye Ta-ta.